Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. And thank you for being here with us. Great to have you. 888-900-3393. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. And we'll give the whole lineup uh, of all our socials a little bit later on. Uh, Big news. Seems like a day doesn't go by without big news, but the (laughs) Durham report was released yesterday. Special counsel John Durham concluded that the FBI should never have launched a full investigation into connections between Donald Trump's campaign and Russia during the 2016 uh, election. Well, then. According to a report compiled over three years, 300-plus page report also states, this is interesting, that the FBI used raw, unanalyzed, and uncorroborated intelligence to launch the Crossfire Hurricane investigation into Trump and Russia, but used a different standard when weighing concerns about alleged election interference regarding Hillary Clinton's campaign. Shocking, right? (laughs) Who saw that coming? Mm. Everyone. Well, except Democrats. The special counsel, however, did not recommend any new charges, of course, against individuals or wholesale changes about how the FBI handles politically charged investigations, despite strongly criticizing the agency's behavior. (laughs) Yeah, the FBI actually said, we've already made changes in-house. We're good. We've already fixed everything. So, Oh, sure they have. Leave us alone. We're we're fine over here. Uh, You believe that, right? Based on the review of Crossfire Hurricane and related intelligence activities, we conclude that the Justice Department and FBI failed to uphold their important mission of strict fidelity to the law in connection with certain events and activities described in this report. In other words, they went after him because they don't like him. Mm -hmm. They hate his guts, and that's why they went after Donald Trump and alleged that he was some sort of Russian operative. Okay, it's just, it's pathetic. And there should be charges. But there's not going to be. House Judiciary Committee Chairman uh, Jim Jordan announced that he's reached out to the Department of Justice to have Durham testify this week. Um, yeah. Will anything come of this? Mm. No. I don't think a single thing will. I, these, are, these are treasonous actions. Mm. Yeah. Quite frankly. Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Right up to the way they covered up the Hunter Biden laptop story in 2020. I mean, this is election oh, yeah. interference not, far and wide. Not just the Hillary Clinton thing, mm-hmm. but the Hunter Biden situation. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I, I did appreciate a couple of notes here from Sean Davis, uh, who went through the Durham report. He wrote, Durham concluded that the lies about Sergey mm-hmm. Millian, uh, which were one of the pillars of the bogus steel dossier, were seeded in their entirety by Fusion GPS. Specifically, Fusion employee contract Nellie Orr, who is married to Obama Department of Justice official Bruce Orr. Jeez. The FBI knew the Steele dossier source, uh, Igor Denchenko, uh, claims about uh, Sergey were lies, mm-hmm. which is why they never tried to even corroborate, as you mentioned, uh, those. Uh, and yet the FBI still put the false allegations in multiple illegal FISA warrant applications against Carter Page. Incredible. It's incredible. You know, yesterday it was... And how does nothing come of it? Right. Yesterday we talked about the border. Mm -hmm. And and, and we're not a serious country. 
Today we're talking about what they did to Donald Trump and attempted to do. The president of the United States of America. And they just went after him because they disagree with him politically. Uh, outrageous. And they don't <clears throat> go after people like Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. and Hunter Biden that they agree with politically. And the FBI should be the furthest thing from a political organization that we have in this country. I mean, listen to this quote from the Durham report. Neither U.S. nor the intelligence community appears to have possessed any actual evidence of collusion in their holdings at the commencement of the Crossfire Hurricane investigation. Jeez. I, I mean, we're going to pay our taxes. We're going to still I just know. go yeah, to work. Like, everything's normal and fine in this country. I mean, this is... Hmm. It's hard when when you think of it that way, where you're paying taxes to support this corrupt government, this yeah. illegitimate government. Yeah. It's <clears throat> more it's, coffee. Uh, it's difficult to take. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yep. And uh, but I, we will, and we'll hope that our elected leaders, uh, you know, Jim Jordan, doing what he can, yeah, uh, to get Durham in front of the Congress next week. But again. Like you say, and it's completely accurate. What's going to come, come, come of it? What's going to come of this? No, Nothing. No heads Nothing. have rolled. No heads Mm-mm. will roll. It's just going to be business as usual. And a week from mm-hmm. now, nobody will be talking about this on either. Probably the not even a week. Right. Keith, I'll bet you by you know yeah by Thursday where it's gone, mm-hmm. it's out of the news cycle. Frustrating as hell. Oh yeah, yeah. Now will things change if we get an executive branch uh, change if? A Republican is elected president, and they get control of both the House and Senate. I doubt it. Yeah, I know. I doubt even that would do it. <laughs> the Republicans would be like, well, let's just move on now. What do you say? What do you say? We, we let bygones be bygones. We'll just move on now, okay? Let's move forward. It would hurt the country if we were to prosecute. Well, let's just move on. That's what they'll do uh, because that's who they are. Whereas Democrats, man, they would sink their teeth into this. They wouldn't let go until there were prosecutions. Even if it was completely fabricated out of whole cloth like this. they've proven that. Just like this, exactly. They've proven that. And they beat that drum for years. The Russian collusion, that's all we've heard for the last seven years. Russian collusion. Ah, I can't take it. It's unbelievable. Donald Trump, of course, responded on Truth Social, as you may All right. as you may expect. Uh, his first tweet was one word: treason. All right, I like <laughs> With it. Three exclamation marks. All caps, baby. And then the crime of the century. Mm. Oh well, okay. Now that's. <laughs> but he said that he screamed that a little bit quieter. Yeah, only one. Because it was only one <laughs> exclamation. That's a good point. point. I will agree with him on the treason, the crime of the century, and yeah, Saint, Saints fans can agree that it was the 2018 <laughs> NFC Championship. <laughs> yes. When the Rams that was pretty bad. pass interference wasn't called. That was pretty bad. That was the crime of the century. Yeah. Treason. I'm on board with you, Donald Trump. Absolutely on board with that. <laughs> wow. That's terrible, man. I mean, he's got every reason to be absolutely pissed out of his mind. Uh, and, you know, I, this can do nothing but help his chances for the for the nomination in the GOP. Uh, you know, people are going to say he was wronged last time. Let's Let's get him in there again and see what he can do. And that's probably what's going to happen. I mean, he is so far ahead right now. It's still really, really early. We had a year and a half before the election, but... Wait, are you saying it's probably going to happen 
The nomination or the election to the presidency? The nomination. For right. sure, the nomination. Right, because the election to the presidency, as we know, has already been determined. <laughs> so, uh, probably the nomination, though. I'm with you. Yes, but the nomination is going to happen. Mm-hmm. We'll see about the presidency, because I I don't know. Yeah, just... Republicans have got to be paying attention this time. <sighs> and and if, if it's okay to harvest votes, then you better start harvesting votes. You better start going around gathering uh, votes from old people who are Republicans and bring them down and dump them into these these ballot boxes. I mean, if that's the game now, you better play it. And it's probably going to take more than 81 million votes this time. Yeah, yeah. I'll bet it is. I'll bet it is. Uh, all right. 888 Even CNN pretty much admitted. Mm-hmm. That uh, there was there was nothing there. There's no Russian collusion. Uh, you know what are they gonna say now? Well, he just didn't do his job. I guess that's what they could say about the Durham report. Uh, he's just a Donald Trump sycophant. I guess you could claim that. Uh, but you know they're in a position now where they've been beating that drum for seven years now, and then the report comes out and there was nothing to it. Now what do you say? Oh, okay, well, never mind. That's not good enough. But here's how CNN responded to the release. Uh, now an investigation that's four years in the making, and uh, we finally have the conclusions, uh, more than 300 pages uh, released by the Justice Department. Now uh, it has now been uh, transmitted to members of Congress who also are going to want to bring John Durham in uh, to uh, to review some of the findings. But the bottom line is this. The, yeah. uh, the investigation mm-hmm. found uh, that the FBI yeah. failed in many, many ways, things that we already oh. knew from a previous uh, Inspector General report. And I'll read you just a part of it, uh, 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 of John Durham's conclusion. He says, based on the review of Crossfire Hurricane and related intelligence activities, oh. we conclude that the department and the FBI failed to uphold their important mission of strict what? fidelity to the law in connection with certain events and activities described in this report. Huh. Oh, that's interesting. Where's your mea culpa, CNN? Uh, given all of that that you just said, where's your, hey, we're really sorry that we dragged him through the mud for, for the last seven years. Really sorry about that. We were talking Russian collusion the whole time, and we were wrong. Where's that? Yeah, and, and we learned Peter Strzok said that, um, I guess he told a London <laughs> FBI employee, something, I read something yesterday, where he said right after they opened Crossfire Hurricane, he was quoted as saying, Peter Strzok, you remember him, mm-hmm. testified in front of Congress, crazy face. Um, there's nothing to this. Yeah, there's really nothing here. <laughs> I swear these people my suck gosh. so bad. Oh, my. But, uh, but keep in mind, the FBI <clears throat> knew exactly what the Clintons were up to. Yeah. And did nothing at all. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And Jake Tapper added some more for CNN. Regardless, the report is now here. It has dropped, and it might not have produced everything of what some Republicans hoped for. It, it is, regardless, devastating to the FBI, uh-huh. and to a degree, it does exonerate Donald Trump. To, a, deg- <laughs> to a degree, it baby steps does baby steps. exonerate Donald Trump. They're, they're getting to there. To a degree. Okay. <laughs> they're getting there. To the nth degree, but it is right. to a degree. Yeah, we're there almost. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> He wanted to badly, but he just couldn't quite say it. Jake Tapper hates Donald Trump so badly that he's just, he's trashed 
any journalistic credibility he once had. And I think he did have it. I think he had credibility years ago. We used to talk about that all the time, that he was fair to both sides, that he was tough on both sides. I mean, that went right down the drain. I do think it's fair to say with Jake Tapper specifically, he is no fan of Joe Biden. Uh, yeah, he has constantly yeah. called him out on his racial lies about I was there marching in Selma or wherever <laughs> right. the hell you know I don't know. Yeah, um, uh, he has called out uh, Biden's ineptitude <clears throat> in Afghanistan. Right, but uh, he has a deep oh absolutely hatred. Oh, I just for Donald Trump. I agree completely. And don't forget what Obama said in 2016 about how this Justice Department would be. Absolutely yeah. fair. Yeah, and, and by the book. Right. We're gonna yeah, this is Obama twenty sixteen. Remember, this is Obama. He knows what's happening behind the scenes. Of course to he Donald does. Trump. He absolutely knows. And he also knows that they're refusing, as he's saying this, they're refusing to go after Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Even though they know mm-hmm. some of the stuff that she's been doing through the Clinton uh foundation, um, through the um illegal uh foreign uh contributions to her campaign. He knows all of this. Sure. And yet he says this with a straight face back in 2016. Can you direct the Justice Department to say Hillary Clinton will be treated as the evidence goes, she will not be in any way protected? I can guarantee that. And (laughs) and I can guarantee that not because I give uh, Attorney General Lynch a directive. (laughs) That is institutionally how we have always operated. Ah! Oh, I do not me? talk to the attorney general uh, uh-huh. about pending investigations. I do not talk to FBI directors about uh, pending investigations. The, uh, we have a strict line uh, and always have maintained it. Previous so, president. Ju- just to button this up. I just button it up. You, yeah, do it, Chris. I guarantee that there is no political influence in any oh. investigation <laughs> conducted by the Justice Department or uh-huh. the FBI. Sure. Not just in this case, but in any case. And she will be treated no Guaranteed. Full stop. Full stop. Nobody gets treated differently when it comes to <laughs> the Justice Department because nobody is above the law. Oh Even if she ends up as the Democratic nominee. How many times do I have to say it, Chris? Guaranteed. Wow. And that's... Uh, I don't know. Say yeah. it until somebody believes it because no one does. Uh, and it wasn't true, obviously. He's so good at lying. Oh, my gosh. So good at He's lying. He's one of the great liars of all time. Because he, I mean... He is convincing in his speech pattern. Uh-huh. Biden is not. Right. Uh, let me tell you about the Birch Gold Group. You know, inflation does have consequences. And as the Fed continues to raise interest rates to combat out-of-control government spending, long-term bonds have diminished in value, crippling banks. We've seen banks go out of business. Depositors are holding their breath. And investors are just bailing on bank stocks. So, diversification has never been more important. The recent surge in gold is directly tied to the extreme market volatility right now. That's why gold has historically been a great hedge against the stock market and against inflation. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold Group. They make it easy to convert an IRA or an existing 401k into an IRA in precious metals. All you have to do is text Pat, to 989898, get your free info kit on gold. Go through that, read all about it, figure out if it's right for you and your portfolio. 
They'll help you convert your existing IRA or 401k uh, that's right now tied into a volatile market. And they'll convert that into an IRA in physical precious metals, gold and silver. And it's tax sheltered, which is the best part of it. So text PAT to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold today. They have an A-plus rating with the BBB. They have thousands of happy customers and countless five-star reviews. Birch Gold, that's who you can trust to protect your future. Text PAT to 989898 today. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Somebody who also needs investigating, Joe Biden. Uh, Yesterday, Marjorie Taylor Greene reassured us that the whistleblower who has gone missing is safe and sound. Oh, good. So why would the whistleblower fear for their lives, ma'am? Because this is a very serious uh, situation. It's not a game. Everything mm. we're talking about is involves a lot of money and, and the most powerful position in the world, the presidency of the United States. And I want to be very clear <clears throat> with everyone watching again today. Our whistleblower that brought us evidence that leads directly to Joe Biden, that Joe Biden took a payment from a foreign national in exchange for foreign policy favors, that whistleblower is not lost and they are safe, but they do fear for their lives. That whistleblower came through us, uh, thankfully, through the help of Senator Grassley. So that that is a fact. That is the truth. But other whistleblowers, yes, they are missing. They're either in court. Uh, They're in jail or we cannot talk with them at this time because they can't be found. This is a very real situation that we're talking about. And our investigation is so important, Steve, um, that this will bring down the president of the United States. And I want to let everyone know something. We're going back to the Treasury Mm. Department today at one o'clock because we have more financial records that we have to review uh, leading to the Biden family and Joe Biden himself. Wow. Wow. Her statement, this will bring down the president of the United States. Hmm. I appreciate that. It's powerful. Yeah. Confidence. Yeah. I like the confidence. Not sure I believe it. Well, <laughs> we'll see. I'm not sure I believe anything anymore, Pat. That's so the thing. We'll yeah. We, we hear stuff like this and then <clears throat> nothing comes of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's so frustrating. Let's see if I can find this tweet from a <clears throat> Pat head. Yeah, here it is. Uh, Holy smoke, 1776 just tweeted out, when it comes to the Russia collusion hoax, I just need to know one thing. Who is going to jail? Because if nobody is held accountable for this election interference, I'm about done voting and wasting my time. Hmm. I mean, so You know, a lot of people are going to feel that way. Sure. But we can't let that happen because it's too critical to get these Marxists out of office. Uh, These corrupt Marxists, of course, is there any other kind of Marxist other than corrupt? <laughs> I don't think so. Then she went over <clears throat> to the Treasury Department to take a look at some some more documents that apparently incriminate the Biden crime family. All right. 
today we're going in for our second trip into the Treasury Department. There's well over 2,300 pages to review, uh, so we've got to go back in and read more of the SARS reports on the Biden family. And these reports have been here for years, and they extend uh, for quite a few years, multiple administrations, and no one's done a thing. But it's time for oversight Republicans to do that. Yep. <clears throat> okay. Wow. I mean, she she's pretty adamant and pretty fearless. I mean, the crap she gets from the left and the mainstream media is overwhelming. And a lot of people would just shut up as a result of it. And it hasn't shut her down at all. She keeps doing it, which yeah. is fantastic. I mean, the and that, that's how you know um, who to, I don't know, I guess uh, keep an eye on the most mm -hmm. on the right, right, mm -hmm. is the ones that are constantly gone after by the left. Yes. And she's that target. Oh, definitely. You know, and her and Matt Gates. They hate her guts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Matt Gates is another one. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> if you recall, one of the things, I believe it was Matt Gates specifically, one of the concessions he got uh, to vote, you know, to help uh, uh, McCarthy become speaker was we're going to get a church committee. We're going to go through the FBI. We're going to go through the CIA. We're going to go through these government branches and mm -hmm. we're going to see where the abuse is and we're going to bring them back down to earth. I'm waiting for that to happen. I hope that when John Durham goes in front of Congress next week, that's the start of that process. We'll see. But uh, it's just frustrating as hell. I mean, you've got so many clear and obvious violations of the Constitution mm -hmm. and our rule of law and our mm -hmm. sacred elections. It's like if if this news cycle comes and goes and nothing comes of it... I know. It is so frustrating. <laughs> that's where that's where you would bleep words right there. Yeah. I, honest, I just... Mm -hmm. It's madness, man. Well, it's understandable. The oh. tweet we got from yep. 1776, it, 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 it makes you feel as if you've got no say in the government, which is exactly how they want us to feel. Like we've got no say, nothing we do makes any difference. They're in control. Just leave it alone and give up. Yeah, and I've said this before, kind of in passing, and with the news of today, I mean it more than ever. It's so cute that we think our votes matter anymore. I'm serious. I mean, it's yeah. just frustrating as hell. I, I don't even it know is. how you look your kids in the eye anymore and say, hey, hey, this is America, land of the free. And Ugh, really? Okay. All right. Cool. It does, it does feel that way. Frustrating. Uh, meanwhile, the IRS has been busy. They removed the entire investigative team from its multi-year tax fraud investigation of Hunter Biden. Here we go. See? <laughs> and a whistleblower who raised concerns about the handling of the case is claiming the move was clearly retaliatory. Oh. Huh. Okay, good. Not my U.S. government. <clears throat> no, it's, it's hard to believe this would be the case. New York Post... Uh, said the whistleblower's attorneys told Congress that the removal was on the order of the Department of Justice. So Joe Biden's Department of Justice mm -hmm. is telling Joe Biden's IRS, which back off. shouldn't be, but it is, to back off of investigating my son. Yep. I mean, of course, because he didn't do anything wrong, right? 
<laughs> His son didn't do anything wrong. I'll be sure to vote. Yeah. Coming up. There oh. is something personal that's affecting you. Mm -hmm. Your son, while there's no ties to you, there's no ties to charged him. by your Department of Justice. How will that impact your presence? How would that impact your presence? First of all, my son's done nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. Not I trust him. Of course. I have faith in him. Mm -hmm. And it impacts my presidency by making me feel proud of him. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So with that, uh, it is not a stretch to believe that he told everybody to back off. All right, get off Hunter. Get off of him right now. Oh. Okay, Mr. President. This is not going to be a good optic, but okay. Yeah, he doesn't care about the optics. He'll get enough cover from the mainstream media, from CNN, MSNBC, and the rest, that it won't matter. It just won't matter. I'm, I'm your... Uh... I'm going to be your nominee for president. Mm -hmm. I'm still the head of the party, so mm -hmm. get in line. Plus, I think the funniest thing from that clip is the fact that he said that he was proud of Hunter. He probably hasn't said that with a straight face since no. Hunter was eight years old, maybe. Yeah, probably. Uh, that was cute, though. Uh -huh. That was believable. It's adorable. I mean, what's not to be proud of? <laughs> you know, we've got so much evidence of the wonderful actions of Hunter Biden. You know, if it was my son snorting coke off the belly of a hooker while he's nude and mm. uh, also performing other crimes on video, man, I'd be bursting with pride. Bursting. Uh, I swear, I, I want nothing more. Well, that's not true. I don't want to say it like that. I want so badly for RFK Jr. to be the Democrat nominee. Oh, that'd be great. But when and if that happens, <clears throat> don't you... Dare GOP let Joe Biden ride off into the sunset. I don't care if the guy is in hospice mm. on a freaking breathing machine. <laughs> I want his ass brought to trial for all of these crimes. Mm -hmm. I want him to rot in prison. I, I want him to finish his days on this earth behind bars for all of the crap he's done to this country. I mean, keep in mind, Peter Schweitzer wrote that book years ago it's got to be at least 10 years ago where he called biden the most corrupt politician in american history and everybody's like wait what where are you getting that <laughs> and now we start to see the evidence of it now we're we're seeing that yeah this has been going on for a really long time uh this guy has just been left alone to do whatever he pleases and make all the money he wants on his uh, salary of, well, when he was in the Congress, of $174,000 a year, he's become a multi-multi-millionaire. Huh. How'd that happen? By betraying his country. Uh, yeah. Time and time again, betraying America. That's how. And getting receiving money from foreign operatives in exchange for... Uh, is legislation. Legislation right, and, right, right. and policy changes. I mean, that is... It's treason. So, be interesting to see what comes of it, if anything. Now, would you want all of the Obama administration officials and Joe Biden, would you want them all to have to share one big cell or solitary confinement for all of them? Which would you prefer? I prefer solitary confinement, yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. I kind of want them to get on each other's nerves for the rest of their lives. <laughs> Just in a little, uh, you know, yeah. eight by eight. yeah. Well, if it's an eight by eight and they're all in there together, that That's might be better. better yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, I like that. 
Uh, speaking of Joe, he was asked about the border yesterday, too, because that's been fine. I mean, we're stunningly fixed on the border. That's it's, cool. Wasn't Everything. even nearly as bad as they no no as people no, no. predicted. I hear all these uh, lunatic lunatic predictions of what was going to happen completely uh, out of line. And here's what he said. Okay, things are going at the border, sir. Much better than much, much, uh, much better than better. you all expected. I think. Pardon me. Do you have any plans to visit the border? Not in the near term. No, no. It's just be no. disruptive. Not be disruptive. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I mean, okay, look good. at him just laugh. <laughs> it's so fine when it's better than you guys said. No, I'm not going down there. It'd be disruptive. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, because what's one more body, though? Right. Honestly. Right. You got so many coming across. He couldn't care less about the border. Couldn't nope. care less. Uh-uh. Doesn't involve him. Uh, it's fine. That <clears throat> other people's property is being destroyed, and American cities are in complete chaos Nah, it's fine. He doesn't have to deal with it. In fact, he refuses to deal with it. Meanwhile, the assistant DHS secretary said it's too soon to know how well things are going. Oh, okay. I, I think just uh, in general, as I mentioned at the top, you know, we we uh, recognize that there is a historic number of people, um, you know, displaced mm-hmm. in, in our hemisphere, and so um, you know we. Uh, again, um, displaced. Uh, you know, mm. believe that it is too soon to draw firm conclusions. <laughs> I don't know how it's going. It's too soon. Oh man, too soon. That's true in part because <clears throat> you know the predictions of seven hundred fifty thousand illegals coming across the border. I mean, maybe that wasn't going to happen all at once. It, it could happen over time. And not much time, but in the next month, <clears throat> be interesting to see what happens at the border. Yeah, and the perspective that we're going to get from a flashback from Jay Johnson, former uh, DHS Secretary of Obama. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, that's fun coming up. Coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. A few tweets here. Libtardphobic <laughs> tweets. Wish I could spend millions of dollars of taxpayer money to tell everybody what they already know. Uh-huh. Fury and energy. I can't wait until Republicans get arrested for ballot harvesting in the upcoming election cycle. I'd hope then the right has a, as a whole, would fully understand rules for the, but I know we won't. Mm-hmm. Jay Ford, uh, every time Republicans have the opportunity to do the right thing, they find an excuse not to. Yeah, you know, look at that. It, right along that line. Um Mm-hmm. Lumbee IT department tweet. Republicans make threats. Democrats make promises. Exactly. Call it like I see it. McCarthy also promised us all the J6 footage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't let that go for sure. We got to keep on that. Uh, David Cullop, if Hunter has done nothing wrong, why would Joe be telling the DOJ to back off? If there's nothing there illegal, mm-hmm. investigate away and clear our names. You're not doing anything wrong, right? Right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't care if they're investigating me. I'm not doing anything wrong. Hmm, all right. Uh, Also, we were speaking of the border and that the border, the border (laughs) is secure. And we all know that. And uh, there's nothing wrong at the border at all. Here were some uh, shots of illegals lined up at the Brownsville airport yesterday with Uh all the government provided cell phones in hand. Let's go on a trip. So great. Yay. 
Who, who paid for those government cell phones? Uh, we did. Uh, isn't that fun? Yeah, that's great. So where are they, where are they going to fly them? You don't want to know. <laughs> like, I know exactly where that specific group was headed. Oh, you do? Yep. It's about five minutes from here. It's called the Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport. Pat? Oh, my gosh. So uh, they're just flying them here? Yeah. To yeah. the interior of Texas? Yep. yep. And letting them go? See ya. Have a good day. We'll see you in April or May of 2027. Well, If or, you're giving a court date at all. Yeah. Or 2035. What now? As we're finding out now. <laughs> yeah. Some of the court dates <laughs> that they're... they're promised to come back uh, are in 2035. I don't like it. Why even bother? 12 years from now? Are you serious? Nobody's going to remember. We're not going to be a country at that point. Let's put it that way. So, I mean, it's going to... You might as well just set them loose and tell them, do what you want, because they're going to be so established in the country after 12 years Mm -hmm. that it, it would almost be ridiculous for them to show up to their court date. It, it's almost silly. You'd be, you'd be lucky if a judge shows up to that. <laughs> yeah, you uh, really like, would. Oh, wait, are we still doing those? Oh, crap. Okay, I haven't done one of these in a long time. You said somebody actually showed up. All right, I'll get down there. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Who's Stop. going to? Well, uh, I have to admit, I wouldn't show up 12 years later. No. No. You know that everybody's forgotten about it by then. <laughs> okay. You're gonna, and then And then take your chances. Are they going to come and find you? Because you know no, Democrats no. will be out there and many Republicans saying, all right, look, they've been here, they've been so here a long, long time. Come on. They got here in 2023. What are you going to do? Send yeah. them home now? Right. Come on. They, they've established their life here. Mm-hmm. Let's help them, you know, stop living in the shadows. Right. They were here. They pled. They asked for insi- asylum yeah. when they got here. And, you know, really, we've given it to them for this, these last 12 years. Let's just continue it. They don't need to show up. Uh, we're in a great position right now. It's good, we? right? It's yeah, fun. It's good. It's really good. <clears throat> Governor of New York State isn't looking it. forward to the influx of illegals in her state. Uh, that's been so fun. Seeing the left freak out about it. Again, one of the most brilliant yep. political maneuvers of all time from Governor Abbott. Yeah, yeah. In fact, <clears throat> um, my daughter, who uh, <clears throat> goes to college here in the state of Texas, she was given an assignment. What is um, one of the biggest victories for Governor Greg Abbott? And what is one of the biggest defeats? Mm. And far and away, easy, easy answer on the biggest victory was the busing yeah. immigrants across the country. No question. <laughs> it's helped others feel our pain. Yeah. They definitely feel our pain. Uh-huh. Here's what Hochul said yesterday. Well, Reverend Al, hearing the numbers going down is good news, but it's small comfort to us because Mm. the word we're getting is that the majority of these individuals who are crossing, it's still high numbers, Mm -hmm. are coming to New York State. And we already have over 61,000, over 40,000 houses in New York City. They're (laughs) bursting at the seams, and Mayor Adams is doing the very best he can in a difficult situation. We have stepped in $1 billion (laughs) from the state budget I just enacted. We also are giving legal help to people, and now we're in the position of trying to help find places for these individuals. I asked the federal government Uh to give us emergency funding 
I'm asking for federal mm. installations like military installations to help mm. out. Let us have a large mm -hmm. field and mm -hmm. operations. We can put up the tents. You're going to start uh -huh. seeing people uh -huh. living in tents, not just on the border. Right. But in the streets of New York and across New York State, because we've reached a breaking point. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, you have. Hey, welcome to our nightmare. Yeah, there's absolutely no awareness that we no. in the Southwest have been going through this every day for 60 years. Yeah, yeah. And she said that the state of New York just budgeted $1 billion dollars. Well, congratulations to you. Uh -huh. uh, the state of Texas allocates $3 billion every year, and we've been doing that for quite a long time. Um, never mind the infrastructure. Like all these people that are landing in DFW, they're mm -hmm. going to be sitting out there using our roads and sitting clogging up traffic, going to schools and hospitals. And maybe not schools. As you saw, there was nothing but uh, men. There was one woman out of like two dozen guys standing in line there. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, you know, the hospitals, everything's going to be mm. used. The cost calculated with that. I love how Eric Adams yesterday said, look, when I came into office, that we were a sanctuary city. That's the law. Uh, there's nothing mm -hmm. I can do. So we're going in front of a judge to try to get that uh, basically tweaked or thrown out or whatever. Like, I love that they have been forced so to face what right. we have been going through for yes. decades. Yes. Oh. And a mere 61,000 extra people have supposedly thrust them into a chaotic emergency situation where they're crying for help from the federal government. <laughs> help us. Help us. We can't do this. Huh. Again, welcome. And yeah. maybe now you have a tiny bit of understanding. I hear you have a lot of empty office space, um, right? I've In heard Manhattan. that. Yeah. So. Right. That could be somebody's new home. My gosh. Just to, you know, put a finer point on uh, what this is all about and the realization that there's that is starting to sink in with the left. <laughs> Still a flashback that's kind of making the rounds. Obama's former DHS secretary, Jay Johnson, talking about numbers at the border. Check this out. My staff will tell you if it was under 1,000 apprehensions the day before, that was a relatively good number. Oh. And if it was above yeah. 1,000, it was a relatively bad number, and I was going to be in a bad mood the whole day. Uh. On Tuesday, there were 4,000 apprehensions. 2019. I know that 1,000 overwhelms the system. I cannot begin to imagine what 4,000 a day looks like. So we are truly <laughs> in a crisis. crisis. 2019 crisis. Remember, he said over a thousand is bad. This was over it was four thousand. Right, right. What, what are we at today? A day uh, over ten thousand a day. <laughs> We're not a serious country, Pat. Man, it'd be a really bad day for Jay Johnson uh, <laughs> if he were still in office. Oh. That guy would just be continually in a bad mood, and uh, I hate to see that. Yeah, you know, you hate to see that with these officials. You sure do. Again. They're just getting a small little taste of what Texas and Arizona and New Mexico and California have been dealing with yeah. for decades. And they don't like it, by the way. They don't like it. <laughs> so they're going to Daddy Joey and uh, begging him for help. It's, a, again, a brilliant political move. Yes. Let me tell you about uh, Preborn. Got to take a minute, have a heart-to-heart -heart talk with you. If you're able... Place your hand over your heart. You feel it? I know I can. That's yeah. your, your strong heartbeat. That reminds you you're alive. 
Oh, cool. The same for an unborn baby. The heart begins to form at conception, and at just three weeks is already beating. At five weeks, a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound. That's where preborn steps in, uh, rescuing 200 babies every day from abortion simply by providing a mother with a free ultrasound and allowing her to hear her child's heartbeat and see their perfectly formed body in the womb. Yeah, and this audience in particular, thank you all so much. Uh, we're waiting for the final numbers to four come Four ultrasound machines. We, we know at least four. So far, at yeah. least. I'm, I'm waiting to hear back. I sent an email yesterday. You guys are incredible with your generosity. Now, we only had like a day and a half for the fifth one, but who knows? We'll see. It may have happened. Mm-hmm. Now, keep in mind, by six weeks, eyes are forming with the baby. Wow. By 10 weeks, a baby's able to suck his or her thumb. Preborn needs our help to save these precious uh, souls for just $28. You could be the difference between the life or death of a baby. They're 80% more likely to choose life once they see the ultrasound and hear the heartbeat. To don- donate, just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. <clears throat> That's pound 250, keyword baby, or donate securely at preborn.com slash pat. That's preborn.com slash pat. Welcome. Uh, I don't know what it is with the beer companies. I I <laughs> guess they don't want you drinking their beer anymore. <laughs> I'm picking up some of that. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, this is just craziness. Okay, with, you got the trans thing with Bud Light, uh, and they they're suffering still greatly. I mean, yeah. their sales are down at least twenty six percent, and maybe more by now. But then we find out Miller Lite did this ad back in March. Yeah, for women this year, uh, for Women's History History Month Month or something. (laughs) This is incredible. It's only surfacing right now. I'm guessing Miller Lite wishes after the Dylan Mulvaney thing. that this had stayed hidden from view, but it didn't. Uh, Here's here's the the ad from uh, Miller Lite back in March. Here's a little known fact. Women were among the very first to brew beer ever. From Mesopotamia to the Middle Ages to colonial Pause America, it for a second. women. Wait a minute. Women were among the very first to brew beer? <laughs> okay. No. They weren't the very first, which means you have one alternative. It's either a woman or a man who first right. did it. When you say it like that. <laughs> what? what do you mean they were among the very first? <laughs> I can't believe it. All right, here's more. <laughs> this is strange. Doing the brewing. Centuries later, how did the industry pay homage to the founding mothers of beer? They put us in bikinis. Pause it for a sec. Did they put you in bikinis or did you get yourself into a bikini because you wanted to make the money for the ad you're doing for Mil- Miller Lite or Budweiser, whoever it was? <laughs> okay, were these women forced into bikinis at gunpoint? I don't think so. Jeez. All right, there's more. <laughs> Look at this Wild. It's time beer Wild. made it up to women. So today, Miller Lite is on a mission to clean up not just their but the whole beer industry's 
<laughs> See, she keeps Sarah saying the word. Sarah has been scouring the internet for all this and buying it back so that he can turn it into good for women brewers. Literally, good We got it. You Ladies, take it away. First, we turn the bad into compost. Pause it for a second. Uh, by the way, not only are these women not in bikinis, mm -hmm. they chose the frumpiest attire they possibly could. Yeah, they're in the field. The most, the least attractive women in in oh. the least attractive attire, and uh, in your face. Yeah, okay, we're going the exact opposite yeah. here. They're gonna turn the beep into good beep. Exactly. <laughs> so dumb. Play the rest All of right. it. Oh. Push out beautiful fertilizer. Oh. That good helps farmers uh -huh. grow quality hops. Yeah. Which is then donated to women brewers to make their own really good mm. But there's definitely more out there. Your beer when you're tastes at it in like the garage it. in your parents' basement. <laughs> send any you got into Miller Lite and they'll turn that into good too. Oh, do you hear that? They just solicited for you so to send them. Women, because without us, there would be no beer. Uh huh. Right. Without women, there would be no beer. Okay. Uh, all right. So they stick I, that I, up your rectum, men. I mean, I heard. God. Rectum. <laughs> yeah. Darn near darn, killed him. Darn near killed him. Mm -hmm. So, um, <laughs> I mean, they said it plain as day. Send them your beep. Yeah. So send them uh -huh. your stuff. Mm -hmm. And then let's just take a look here because somebody did the legwork leg for us here on uh, Twitter when I posted that <laughs> yesterday. Um, they actually posted the Miller address if you would like to send them. Oh, good. Stuff that you find on yeah. the internet, right? That that. Uh, well, they want it, mm -hmm. so send it to them. They're going to turn it into good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, that, to me, is worse than the Bud Light thing. Yeah. I mean, that's an in-your-face. We don't want you drinking our beer anymore, men. Stick this up your rectal cavity. Uh, that is insulting. Yes, it is. Jeez. What is it? With these corporate, well, it's the ESG thing. That's what it is. Mm. Everybody's got to go for ESG points. And so, good for you. Okay. Let's hope that uh, really scores big for you and your audience. Who is drinking your beer? <laughs> well, nobody now. Nobody. The, the choices are, are getting more and more limited. And the fact is, I'm going to continue my boycott against Miller Lite. I'm not drinking any at all the rest of my life. Wait. Anyway. Same with Bud Light. Wow. Yeah. You are taking a stand. I, I huh? am taking a stand. Uh, that's uh, Miller Brewing Company. If you want to send them your beep so they can turn the bad beep into good beep. Is it a Milwaukee uh, uh, address? Yeah, it's Miller Brewing Company, 3939 West Highland Boulevard, uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53208. Send them your shiz because they want it. You know, the bad stuff, though. These corporations. Oh, jeez. I don't know. I would love to see the brainstorming sessions. Me, too. And just see them in there giving each other high fives and, oh, yeah, mm -hmm. and then we could just bleep the bad word 400 times and make it more effective. And they'll say, well, that was for Women's History Month. Okay, what are you going to do for Men's History Month? Oh, oh okay. that's right. It, it doesn't exist. Yeah, I, I hear you over there, uh, member of the patriarchy. <laughs> Calling for your own. Every month is Men's History Month. Yeah. Okay. All right. Every I month is it. White Men's History Month. Too. All right. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Just be clear. Uh, that's agonizing. Again, I think that's worse than the Bud Light thing. Hmm. I, I, it's well, just a direct in your face. Yeah. You're just spitting in the face of people who drink their beer. 
What are you trying to prove there? Oh, agonizing. So you're going to start drinking IPAs now? Is that right? Or Coors? Mm. You're going with Coors. Right? <laughs> no. No? No, not no. necessarily. Okay. You know, uh, I think I'll stick to water for, for the most part. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were more healthier. of a Guinness guy. No. With your Irish roots. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Some tweets here from. Uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Dan the Man tweets, is there a possibility that all of this, we're going to look into all of this and read these financial reports and bring him down and blah, blah, blah is all theater? <laughs> all of these bombshell reports and nothing? Nothing. Yep. That's business as usual, right? Crab Monster 2. Guys, guys, guys. Uh, they have their government iPhones, so they'll totally put that court date on their calendar. No way they miss it. Right, because you got the reminder on yeah. on the phone. Yep. And so that alarm will go off yeah. 15 minutes before 2035 arrives. <laughs> what? Don't forget your court date. So the illegals <laughs> are, are going to be uh, working in a, uh, uh, a meat plant in uh, central Nebraska. Uh-huh. And they're going to have to show up at the uh, immigration court. In Brownsville, Brownsville, Texas. 15 minute notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. great. That's great. From D. Jarvis, 2035, good luck. Cal farts will kill us all by 2031. Ooh, that's a good point. Yes, really, that's, our, that's our escape hatch. Really good point. On all these problems. The Real Cat Daddy tweets, why would 60,000 new people crush New York? More than that have left the state for other places. That's a great... Very true. Way more than that. Let's see. New York... <clears throat> Yeah, how many people have they lost? Uh, do we know? Uh, in it's recent- been a lot. I know a lot. A huge exodus from New York to Florida for one, yeah. one place. Yeah, so there's plenty of room. Yeah, there should be a lot of room. Plenty of room. Yeah. What are you complaining about? You should want them there. I'm sick of the whining. Frankly. Yes, yes. What- Suck it up and welcome them with open arms. What Thank do you mean you. an emergency? You don't, you don't have an emergency. Honestly, what I'm hearing is racism. Uh, from, thank you. From Democrat leaders. In the state of New York. Xenophobia. Xenophobia. like And racism. Right. So so they, in fact, they have been uh, saying, we want people to move up here. Remember mm-hmm. this? Like, they were like, hey, you know, it's better here or whatever. Um, because people have been moving to freer states. Mm-hmm. So now people are. Are they just not your kind of people? You don't like brown-skinned individuals? Sure sounds that way, doesn't it? Holy crap. It sounds that way to me. You racist, xenophobic freaks. <laughs> Huh. Huh. Wow. Uh-huh. I thought better of you, New York. Wow. Really did. Well, that's I, your first mistake. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, 888-900-3393. Yeah, these, uh, these stories are always fun. Uh, written about on blaze.com uh, is this opinion piece. Karl Marx suggested in the Communist Manifesto that the proletarians have nothing to lose but their chains. Little did he know that one day... An anti-capitalist would lose his overpriced coffee house. Uh-oh. Hate to see this that. This doesn't sound good at all. The Anarchist is a leftist establishment in Toronto that touts itself as an anti-capitalist, anti-colonial cafe 
shop, and radical communi- community space on stolen land. <laughs> what a loser. Uh, <laughs> it was run into the ground by a self-described anti-capitalist from Vancouver who liberally u- utilized the hashtag abolish work <laughs> and be gay do crime. <laughs> what? Hmm. That's a weird hash. Hashtag <laughs> be gay do crime. Yeah, I don't know what would come up if I did a search for hashtag be gay do crime. But we're going to find out. The establishment sold at a profit anti-Israeli literature t-shirts depicting police being hanged Ooh. and propaganda pieces promoting LGBT uh, terrorism. Hmm. Extra to inciting materials, its owner routinely peddled hatred and bigotry on the cafe's Instagram page. In one instance, the owner, Gabriel Sims Fewer, wrote, uh, <laughs> wrote, wishing the Pope, the Catholic clergy, and the Canadian government the centuries of suffering and death that they have ever given the world. Oh, huh, okay. So he's not a fan of Canada, but he lives there. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to see these uh, Canada-loathing people because, you know, that's a space that's not... Yeah. That full right now. That's true. That's <laughs> you true. Need, you need some more people with a deep-seated hatred for mm-hmm. Canada. Yeah. Yeah, you could be ah. a trendsetter. He wrote, when, Queen, when Queen, Queen Elizabeth died, the owner again wrote on the cafe Instagram page, the queen was blank, some expletive, uh, I would say S-H-I-T perhaps, uh, and should have died sooner. Oh, man. Beautiful. This guy is a winner, I can tell. Little over a year after opening on private property, the anarchist, run by Gabriel Sims Fewer, announced that it could no longer hack it in the real world and would be closing its doors Aww. May 30th. Sounds like a pillar of the mm. community that they yeah. just lost. And that stinks because you, you hate to lose good people now, in, when in you've, your town. When you've opened a for-profit business and yet you despise capitalism uh-huh. and are trying to bring it down... I'm really surprised it didn't work. I, I, you know, and huh. I would really hate to see uh, this guy sell this property that he owns. He should just give it to the Native Americans that right, used that to. He, yeah, the words, he's it on was stolen, stolen land, from in the first right? place. So now's a good chance to make good. Do your part, bro. Give it to the Lumbee tribe or somebody so like that. So bizarre. Sims fewer the white male. Uh, white male son of a middle-class private school teacher in the world's eighth richest country, uh-huh. indicated that the cafe was true to its anti-capitalist branding in at least this regard. It failed because it was unable to raise capital. Uh-huh. That's fun. Unfortunately, the lack of generational wealth slash seed capital from ethically bankrupt sources left me unable to weather the quiet winter season. <laughs> This guy is such a loser. <laughs> Despite failing, Sims Fewer claimed that his cafe had been a huge success. Is <laughs> okay. Well, that's a that's a lefty's uh, <laughs> twisted view of success. Obviously, Sims Fewer concluded his admission of failure by writing "f the rich, f the police, <laughs> f the state, f the colonial death camp we call Canada." <sighs> The colonial death camp that is Canada. Yeah. How often have we railed against that? So often. And that's a phrase that doesn't get used often enough. No, again, it doesn't. What is it again? Uh, the colonial death camp oh. we call yeah. Canada. Now, I would buy a t-shirt 
like that from that guy. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, it'd have to be in small print because that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, you don't want too many words. The anarchist was roundly ridiculed by conservatives and fellow travelers alike mm. at the time of its original debut. One critic noted, the owner is a rich white guy from Vancouver who opened up a coffee shop in a low-income neighborhood. Another wrote, nothing says anti-capitalism like charging $10 for a cup of coffee. <laughs> I, can't, I think we figured out why you didn't make it, man. He sold espressos for three seventy-five Canadian, lattes five and a quarter, cold brews for $4. For the Marks and Ingalls, a... Uh, Piccolo, Piccolo, uh, Piccolo latte. He charged $4 per beverage. Despite stating, I hate how everything in specialty coffee is so inaccessible to working class people uh -huh. and inhospitable to everyone but the white upper middle class, he acknowledged on his website that he had to keep prices high enough for him oh. to keep the business open. What if I went in there and I said, bro, can I just get a, a cup of water? Like, what would he offer me? Something. What do you oh, and your family mm. do to cut back on plastics? Uh, we uh, uh, we uh, have we, uh, uh, recently switched <laughs> to drinking uh, water bottles out of uh, water out of uh, when we have water bottles. When you have water bottles uh, out, of, uh, out of a plastic, uh, uh, a plastic sorry, away sorry. from plastic towards no. uh, paper paper um, box like drink box water drink bottles box sort of things. Water bottles, awesome sort of things, sort of things. Brilliantly put. By uh, Justin that Trudeau. That is far and away my favorite Justin oh, Trudeau so great. clip ever. <laughs> and of course, that's the head of the death camp they call Canada. I mean, it is a Marxist country. He should feel right at home. He should, but uh, our our friend mm -hmm, from at the, the coffee shop, right, with the that is closing on May thirtieth because he, he can't quite make it. What a loser! Oh my gosh! He should donate that land. I want to see an Indian tribe right? taken over right yes. now. Yes. What is the what is the predominant tribe near? Is it Toronto? Is that, that the, where he is? I, I think they're in Toronto. Uh, okay. So we should look for the predominant Indian tribe who used to own that land and give it to him. Uh huh. Just hand it right over to him. <laughs> Love to see him. Let's see here. Do oh, something. Yeah, like it's that. it's time for the. Uh, uh, let's go with Chippewa. Okay. There's a lot. There's it looks like All a right. lot. But that that's the one but that the I can Chippewa. pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> Hand it over to some Chippewa uh, <laughs> tribe and uh, call it done. And then you'll have done your part, sir. Perfect. We've settled the whole thing for him. Uh, we are helpful. Yeah, absolutely. We've always been. We're nothing if not helpers. Uh, we've been talking a lot about AI lately. Last week, uh, Glenn had a guest on who said, we have about 12 to 18 months <sighs> before we lose control of AI. Or we can put that genie back in the bottle, man. Uh, it's Terrifying. gonna start outsmarting us mm -hmm. in 12 to 18 months. That's cool, right? And what's great about this is they have the what is it called Chaos GPT, where they programmed it to destroy humanity. Yeah. And they're trying, so it's trying round the clock. They don't shut it down. They just keep it going until it accomplishes its goal, and its goal is to kill us all. Huh. All right. But again, you That's got a great. good 12 to 18 months. What do you need? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you need? And we're, we're kind of staying ahead of it right now, and somebody sent us their interaction with an AI unit. Oh, okay. I like these. These are fun. These are fun. Uh, so me, not me, but the person who sent sure. this in, uh, do you have access to my location? AI, 
No, I don't have access to your location. Fair enough. Me. Where am I? My AI tweets or says, I'm sorry, but I don't have access to your location information. Okay. Me. Okay. Are you lying? <laughs> My AI. No, I'm I'm not lying. I don't have access to your location information. Uh-oh. Me. Where's the closest McDonald's? <laughs> My AI, there's a McDonald's very close to you. It's located right on Young Street in Tonawanda. Wait, wait, but, wait, hold on but now. you don't have access to my location. I don't get That's right. a great, so great We're still example. slightly smarter than AI for yeah. the next 12 to 18 months. <laughs> yes. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Please. So the Please don't kill us all. AI can lie? Hmm. Fascinating, isn't Busted, it? Busted, though. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. Just have to ask it where the nearest fill-in-the-blank is, and then... <laughs> and it did. Busted. How'd you know where the nearest is if you don't have access to my location? What a stupid AI you are. <laughs> Man, you're so dumb. Don't play <laughs> this Don't play this segment back uh, a year from now, because we don't <laughs> want the AI, the evil overlords, to yeah. hear us when we're talking smack a year oh, before. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Let me tell you about Eden Pure Thunderstorms. Uh, because BOGO is back. You buy one, get one free. Eden Pure is having their famous BOGO deal on Thunderstorm air purifiers. When you buy one Thunderstorm, you get one free. No matter how many you buy, you get an equal amount free. So you buy two, you get two free. You buy five, you get five free. Thunderstorm will completely eliminate any odor, even the worst odors like pet odors, cigarette smoke, urine, di- uh, dirty diapers, and cooking orders or odor odors why why is it that i get hung up on that almost every time we all have those words man uh, <laughs> you know cooking easy. odors if you just said look if if you have a guest named jeffy mm-hmm. that were to come over hypothetically yeah, oh. you're you gotta plug in about you yeah, gotta get the you're gonna buy need one the go. five <laughs> you're gonna need him now's the time to order eden pure's <laughs> buy one get one free sale is this week only Ooh. so make sure you take advantage of it and seriously, the, these are so easy to deal with. There's no filters to change ever. Uh, if I can install this, anyone can. Because here's how easy it is. You would take it out of its box and you plug it in. Hold on. You lost me. <laughs> really? You, you, Should on. I go slower? You yeah, take it. say it again. Out of its box. Okay, got it. Then, step two. Step two is? Plug it in. I got this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All That'd right. Easy. <laughs> it's so easy. Even a Keith can do it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> if we can do it, because I am, I am the worst when it comes to repair and fixing things and putting things together. If I can do it, and if Keith can do it, anyone can. Just go to EdenPureDeals.com. Use the discount code Pat. EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code Pat. Shipping is free, and this week only. It's buy one get one free. So the Durham report is out, and even CNN admits it exonerates Donald Trump <laughs> and also treated Donald Trump differently, in a bad way, than Hillary Clinton. Or certainly Hunter Biden. So big news. Uh, Trump treated the word treason in response, uh, and he's got every right to be mad. 
Plus, he just lost that lawsuit for $5 million, and he's he's appealing that verdict. But uh, he, in the meantime, has been exposing his bogus accuser, E. Jean Carroll, and uh, showing some of her past tweets. Oh. Which are, are fascinating. This uh, is fun. In a post that Carroll made on Facebook in August 2012, she indulged her sexual fantasies by pondering... The question, would you have sex with Donald Trump for $17,000? Even even if you could, A, yeah. give the money to charity, B, close your eyes, <laughs> and he's not allowed to speak. <laughs> what? what? <sighs> and this is the lady huh. who accused him. Of rape. Uh, uh, yes. Or not rape, but sexual abuse of some sort. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, what a victim she is. A total victim, right? So... That's fascinating. If you had been raped by this man, right? Do you then tweet out, "Would you have sex with him for seventeen thousand dollars?" If you had been raped too. by this man or sexually assaulted in some way, um, would you then announce that you're a massive fan of his show? Oh, certainly. The Apprentice. She, she didn't Apprentice. She didn't do that. Yeah, she did do that. Oh, she did. She do did. That. Yeah. Uh, she tweeted out. Too many good. Oh, she put this on uh, Facebook. Actually, okay. too many good TV shows on Sunday night. My God, how, what do you watch? <laughs> she then answered her own question by declaring, "I'm a massive Apprentice fan." What? Huh? Wouldn't you be sick to your stomach whenever you saw? You the guy would you think. Were... Yeah, you would think. Hmm. Okay. Back in June 2019, E. Jean Carroll sat down for an interview with Vanity Fair. Following her accusations against Trump, the article paints Carol as a complete lunatic who painted, she painted her trees outside her log cabin. Yeah, I've seen this video. It's really dumb. She traveled the country with her blue-dyed poodle. Yeah, she also painted the rocks in the stream outside of her home blue. She's certifiable. That is so bizarre. And she, and she you know, proudly wow. displays, see, here's where I painted my Beautiful rocks, and then the trees. I think her reason was, I don't know. I just felt like painting the trees blue. It. She's nuts. I mean, there's no other word. Yeah. She's nuts. Wow. Um. <sighs> she also named her cat Vagina T Fireball. Of course. I mean, like to, to quote Jeffy here, who among us hasn't had a cat <laughs> named after a female body part? Uh, she admits in the interview that Donald Trump did not rape her because she did not want to identify as a victim. Uh, and did not want to give him power. She described their alleged confrontation as a fight. The other thing she said, which was so bizarre, was that she couldn't describe it as rape when women who were trying to cross the border illegally had been raped. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not sure I understand yeah. the connection there. Uh <laughs> Trump has denied, of course, the allegations, called her a whack job. That seems to be a really fitting description mm -hmm. for this woman. In 2015, she tweeted, how do you know? Okay, this was in the middle of maybe all the Me Too stuff. And she tweets, how do you know your, quote, unwanted sexual advance, unquote, is unwanted until you advance it? <laughs> wow, right, right. Isn't that another thing Jeffy always says? Yes. I mean, you gotta at least ask. <laughs> right. I mean, she just made... Right. She made that point. <laughs> so, okay, I'm just... 
The same year, she asked Twitter followers, any ideas on how to dominate a man? And included a link to an article she authored for Elle magazine called Ask E. Jean. (laughs) Ask E. Jean. Oh, yeah. I got so many of those dog-eared. I really want her thoughts on any number of subjects because she's clearly got a ton of wisdom. Uh, She also claimed to have gotten sexual tips Oh no! From her dog. Oh, oh no, no, yeah. no! She said, "Sex tip I learned from my dog." Oh, I don't want to know a follow-up. No. When in heat, chase <laughs> the male until he collapses with exhaustion, then jump him. This. Hmm. Okay. Mm. Trump shared another tweet from Carol that was tweeted out in 2014, which read, uh, "There is no such thing as a slut; only sexual geniuses." Interesting. She also wrote, it's not the most beautiful woman. No, no. It's the woman who makes the least mistakes who seduces the most men. Okay? Put that in your pipe and smoke it. (laughs) Then there was this from 2013. A chap is not a mind reader. Show him what you like or he will soon regret he even has a penis. See what this woman is... So weird. So weird. And... The apprentice thing is very, very strange. Yeah. I don't believe if somebody sexually assaulted you, yeah. that you'd be a fan of theirs afterwards. Yeah. The least sexual tweet or mm. post on social media is the one that's the most damning. Yeah. Like, I think why, so. Why are you posting this? Right. If this guy did what you say he did to you, how are you watching this? You're saying it's a great show and you. Mm-hmm. And then she's also posting the thing of if you could have sex with Donald Trump. Would you? For $17,000? What a weird number, too. Yeah, yes. That's... It is. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, amazing. Boy, she is He is, is not right about how bizarre she is, yeah, though. She's not all there, man. No, she's not. No. Uh, just strange stuff. And yet, somehow, that lawsuit went in her favor. Surely that can't stand. I hope not. Because... Nobody saw it. There's no witnesses. There's no proof. There's no evidence. That There's nothing. She's got nothing. And he's presented quite a case that she's just off her rocker. Hello. Right. I, wow. All right. 888-900-3393. Uh, we still have some we still have some tweets we didn't get we didn't get to. Yeah. Uh, I got a, about a minute here, so we'll get to these. Uh conservatarians tweets. Liberal leaders and progressive politicians need to assess their commitment to their sanctuary city process. Oh, yeah. If you're a sanctuary city, then provide sanctuary. Mm-hmm. The end. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then he goes stop. on to say that if you're not, then help us seal the border. Yeah. Thank you. High Plains Stranger, uh, steps to destroying humanity is to place Democrats in office <laughs> and then push abortion and trans issues until we either kill ourselves or are unable to uh, reproduce. Oh, the chatbot GPT yeah. uh, would do that, yeah. Uh-huh. That would do that. Uh-huh. And from Shackelford uh, FJB, in one month, <laughs> Miller Lite and Bud Light have caused more people to stop drinking than AA has in 88 years. That's that's so true. <laughs> or just drinking other stuff. Yeah. But, but no, I see your point. That's a very good one, too. Yeah. I, I don't know why these beer companies are turning on their customers like that. I mean, is it is it really 
rocket science to figure out that most of your customers are probably men? Weird. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray. coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. And yet another piece of political maneuvering. The Biden administration might be halting their plans to move Space Command to Alabama mm. because of the state's abortion law. Oh, shut up. So they've got to be punished because they want uh, children to live. Bastards. <laughs> Why? I mean, there's got to be a penalty for wanting oh. babies to live. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Everything's a trade-off. Am I right? No, oh, yeah. You're right. Some defense and congressional officials believe the White House is laying the groundwork to halt plans to move U.S. Space Command's headquarters to Alabama, in part because of concerns about the state's restrictive abortion law. (laughs) Man. The belief is that they're delaying any move because of the abortion issue, said one official. Another said, this is all about abortion politics. The White House directed the Air Force last December to conduct a review of the process that led to the Trump administration's decision to move Space Command's headquarters from Colorado to Huntsville, Alabama. The review was ordered up in the months uh, after Alabama's law banning nearly all abortions, including in cases of rape and incest. Uh, And when that went into effect last summer, uh, they started to back off of plans to relocate to Alabama. Yeah, because they want babies to live. How dare they? Again, everything's a trade-off. Yeah. Yeah. You want babies to live, then... Then we're gonna take you're going to be punished. Yeah, you're going to be punished. Yeah, uh, Marxists, man, they are so petty, aren't they? Though, uh, and for some reason, again, I still can't figure out the abortion situation. I don't know if there's massive money in it. it, it it's it just feeds their death cult. I, it's hard to get your head around why it's so important to them. I think go with you your know? first instinct, which you've always said, it's just a death cult. Mm-hmm. The radicals on the left. If the mm-hmm. if the end game is death, then that's the side that they're on. So yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm thinking about maybe uh, relocating my tax dollars away away from Washington <laughs> yeah. D.C. after oh, after to today's show. I would love <laughs> to do that. That's I'm taking that under advisement. We're gonna relocate my tax dollars to my bank account. Blue Ribbon Committee uh, would be nice. Get back to you on that one, Washington. <laughs> oh. Now you wind up in prison for it, but... Eh, you know what, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Also, uh, some tweets here. Neighbors, this is from uh, Nana. Nana tweets, uh, Neighbors say this is Juan Ka Tran Pham chasing a woman in a Fairfax neighborhood. Oh, this is just a video, yeah. This is the person who was chasing people with a bat, right? Yep, yep. So this guy ended up going to a, a congressman's office uh, in Fairfax, Virginia yesterday. Chasing him around with Lo- baseball bat. Well, he was looking for the congressman who was at the Capitol mm-hmm. and uh, did end up injuring two staffers. But ah, yeah, but here's dang. before he showed up at the at the congressional office, district office. Um, he was could, doing this. Play the video here. And look at that. He's chasing a neighbor with a bat. This guy's insane. Oh my gosh. So the wow. guy's nuts. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and this continues. But so uh, so then an hour after this, uh-huh. 
he assaulted the two congressmen. Uh, the, staffers. Uh, the staffers, at yeah. least, uh-huh. with a baseball bat. <laughs> okay. Wow. He's nuts. Can, yeah. can we please get a uh, three-day waiting period on purchasing baseball bats? Oh, wow. That's a good thought. Nobody, unless you play baseball, nobody needs a baseball bat. Yeah. What are you doing with a baseball? An assault bat like that. Okay, okay. No, no, I like this. I like this. So, because after you do that, you could limit how many bats, because you can only use one at a time. Am I right? You're right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Can we get serial numbers on bats? We should. You should have to register your bat and go through an extensive background check. Really should. This is good. Yeah. This is good. I mean, you can't just willy-nilly walk into an academy sports outlet mm-hmm. uh, and purchase a deadly weapon like that. Look what can happen. Yeah. You'd be chasing around your neighbors. You could be injuring congressional staffers. Yeah. We this, can't have it. This could have been more tragic. Can't have it. And then, uh, well, we could do this all day with the bats, right? Because, I mean, this is the absurdity of the left, man. They don't. They never look at mm-hmm. the individual. It's never. No, it's never that. Never that. It's never mental illness. It's never the individual. It's never any other circumstance. It's always the gun. So it's got to be the bat. <laughs> I mean. Got to be. The same, it's the same <clears throat> logic that they use with guns. And there was just another mass shooting. Although this one doesn't necessarily qualify, right? Yeah, as such. It's like some weird it, random thing. In New Mexico. Um, I don't know. Geez. Farmington, yeah. Farmington, New Yesterday, Mexico? Yeah. And three were shot. Yeah, three dead, were shot and killed. And yeah. so was the uh, assailant. Yeah. <sighs> really awful. It's... Uh, from a pathead on that topic, I don't know if you all see this, but some food for thought. On the show, you had a clip of. Uh, RFK Jr. about SSRIs and shootings. Yeah, the psychiatric Yeah, Yeah, something they will not look into. Uh-huh. Uh, I've read articles about the drug Lupron being used in gender-affirming treatments. Before I had a hysterectomy, they put me on Lupron to put me into a false menopause. Mm. I can tell you that Lupron made me angry and mean. Oh, wow. It was the worst feeling in all my life. I was on it for only a couple of months because I couldn't handle it. So I can see where meds can be what's causing these mass shootings. Lupron huh. has some wonderful side effects. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and it could it could be the antidepressants. And in some cases, they even tell you on the ads, the antidepressants could make you depressed, could give you suicidal thoughts. Right. I mean, it's just bizarre. Yeah. So could it be that? Yeah, it might contribute to it. I don't know. It's just that we need to look at other other causes besides the gun and see if we can figure this out. Because as we mentioned yesterday, in Switzerland, uh, it's Switzerland, right, where you have to mm. own a gun? Yeah, there yeah. was a fact check on that. I guess it's not mandatory that you own a gun there, but it's, it's. I mean, that's a part of the culture there, right? It used to be. A, I think it used to be mm-hmm. mandatory. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, still, and they have the lowest. Um, what was it? The homicide low- rate in the yeah. world. <laughs> Ecuador, that's taken the guns from people, has the highest. Was it Ecuador or Honduras? One of the two. Uh, have to it doesn't matter, Pat, it doesn't matter, because but. all of the population of both countries you just mentioned are, are in here this now. country now. So yeah, they're, it's really they're no here now. And welcome, welcome to the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We know you came with your family, and oh, sure. you're just good family people. And good family people. Yeah, you're just going to help out mm-hmm. uh, in America and take the jobs that no American will do. There are just uh, no 
We don't have time for that. Yeah, well, remember that? We had that racist story from NBC saying, boy, yeah. the housing market sure is down because of immigration law. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> they keep stepping in it like that uh, and just keep showing their racist tendencies. Uh like to give a shout out to Roddy Introvert, introvert too, and his patheads.com. Patheads.com. Uh, he's got all kinds of sound drops from Gosh. the show. He just added nine more. Thank you, Roddy. That's, he is hard at work. Some of which we lost because we lost one of our uh, sound machines. Yeah. And so it's Look been very helpful. You were putting something in, uh, I think, before the show that he had, that, that you had, had mm. been evaporated from the old one. Yes. So thank you for thank that you. great resources. So if you ever want to hear some of the fun drops, some of the crazy lines that uh, we've played over the years, uh, patheads.com, go and knock yourself out. It's a lot of fun over there. Let me tell you about Magic Spoon cereal. It is so great. Uh, this, you know, I think back to what I ate as a child. And as far as breakfast cereals, and it's not that different from what I used to eat as an adult. But <laughs> man, uh, the you know the Fruit Loops, the Frosted Flakes, the yes. uh, all of those kinds of things, um, they are really recreated and deliciously without all the guilt that you'll feel feel as an adult for eating these kinds That's of stuff. That's amazing. They're How really cool something. Is that? Uh it comes the variety pack of Magic Spoon cereal comes in four different flavors. Cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. All of them delicious. I highly recommend. This pack has zero grams of sugar. Unlike, you know, the stuff you ate when you were a kid, <laughs> which was loaded with nothing but sugar. In fact, I think when you looked on the ingredients, sugar was the Number very one, first thing. Yeah, yeah, I think you're absolutely very right. Very first thing listed. <laughs> so this has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and four to five net grams of carbs, only 140 calories a serving. Um, high in protein, keto-friendly. It really fits into my new lifestyle of, of trying to reduce carbs. So go to magicspoon.com slash unleashed and get a variety pack and try it today. I think you're really going to love it. I, I really do. Be sure to use the promo code UNLEASHED at checkout to save $5 off your order. And they're so confident in their product, they're backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. Hmm. Nothing to lose here. Get your next delicious bowl of high-protein cereal at magicspoon.com unleashed. Use the promo code UNLEASHED to save $5 off. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. You know, it's nice to see some athletes fighting back against against their uh, clubs and their teams, insisting that they promote, well, the uh, LGBTQQIA2 plus uh, lifestyle. That's one thing to be tolerant and accepting and loving. It's another to have to promote it. And so five Toulouse players have reportedly refused to play against uh, Nantes on Sunday in protest of League One's campaign to combat homophobia. So if they're protesting the effort to combat homophobia, they must be homophobes. Is it soccer? Yeah. Okay. All fixtures in the French top flight this weekend have been dedicated to the league's initiative against homophobia with the numbers on the back of players' shirts in rainbow colors. Mm-hmm. How wonderful. 
Wow, that's good to see. That beautiful. They're, they're taking a stand, right? Yeah. 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 And, and you're right. You could change a whole league the way the NHL did by one player. Remember that? For the mm-hmm. Flyers said, eh, I'm not going to. Before you knew it, players around the league were. Teams were ditching their uh, jersey nights. And mm-hmm. the whole league was like, yeah, we're done with that. So these five players just refused. They outright good. refused to wear the shirts. And, you know, they're, I'm sure they're being vilified in France for it. Just like the hockey player was here in the U.S., when he said, look, I'm not, no, I'm not going to wear the rainbow shirt. I'm not going to do it. And you shouldn't have to. Why do I have to, why do I have to participate mm-hmm. in the gay pride stuff if I, if I don't want to? You wear it. I don't make right, me. Right, right. If you want to promote the LGBTQQIA community, go ahead, but I'm not going to. Yeah. That doesn't mean I hate them. That doesn't mean, you know, I'm going to shun anybody or discriminate. It just means I'm not going to promote it. And we talk about uh, the left is always pushing freedom of choice, freedom of choice. That only yeah. applies to killing babies. Yep. Anything else, you don't get a choice. You don't get a choice with what jersey you wear. You don't get a choice if you wear a mask or take the vaccine or fill in the blank. Unless it's kill babies, choice is not a thing with the left. That's It's so true. <laughs> it's so true. So, uh, elsewhere, the initiative to combat homophobia, which has also seen captains and managers wear rainbow armbands, it's generally been followed. And it's been taking taking place for the last three years. Uh, So they don't understand why these people are taking a stand now. You were fine with it before. I wonder if they just got to a point where they're fed up and they're like, no, I'm not, no, I'm not going to do this again. Uh, the report goes on to state that the club hopes to convince the five players to still play despite their initial objections, but with the game kicking off at 2 o'clock on Sunday, they're running out of time. Oh. Mm. Okay. So, um, Good luck. just a few out. players, but, you know, it's significant because, first of all, it's Europe. Second, it's soccer, and this has been the trend and the wave. We must participate yeah. in their lifestyle. We have to. We have to promote them. We have to be proud of them, too, just like they're proud of themselves. Okay, well, um, how about no? Right, right. And How I, about no? I'm surprised you didn't mention. It seems like you're moving on from this story without pointing out that today, May 16th, Pat Gray, mm-hmm. is the Honor Our LGBT Elders Day. Honor Our Elders Day already. Man, yeah. that sneaked right up on us, didn't it? Darn yeah, it. Yeah. I, oh, wow. So what, I thought, like, honor our homosexual elders <laughs> day eve was not till next week. No. I can't. Oh, wow. Now, now you're, you're digging yourself a hole. Uh, yeah. Is what you're doing. I, I know. I apologize. Because you don't even have it memorized <laughs> when the day is. It comes around the calendar every year, May 16th, and you're just, mm-hmm. re- you're acting like it's not a big deal. Like, oh, I thought it was next week that we honored our gay elders. We should have our rainbow shirts on today. Yeah. Okay. Don't, but we don't. Don't, don't call but me. We don't. Now, now I feel no. the spotlight on me. Right. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Unbelievable. Yep. So there you go. Be sure to get out there and mm-hmm. celebrate and old, old celebrate gay people. Old and gay people. Participate and promote. You got to embrace the whole thing. And in fact, you should probably become homosexual. Oh, wait. Hold on. Because they're better people uh, than straight people. There you go. Mm hmm. I'm feeling, feeling much, much more comfortable with myself now with the uh, the rainbow wheel. Oh to, yeah! So there we go. <laughs> yeah, 
We haven't used this in a while. We, we haven't. We gotta get this thing going. We gotta. But there's our rainbow colors. Yeah. So we got it going on today. Yeah. Big thanks to uh, Pathead Lily who uh, provided this for us. Man, back you, in the day. you just you don't have a choice in this stuff anymore. And when you do choose something other than what uh, the establishment wants you to do, then you're vilified. You know, it's and not just in the LGBTQIA2 plus stuff. It's also, you know, the the vaccination stuff. It, don't you dare go against what the establishment is telling you on that. The unvaccinated people are scum and we all know it. In fact, let's go. Grabian Media put together a little montage uh, so that we can remember some of the stuff we went through. <laughs> okay. Uh, as far as a vaccine. I love this. These, uh, these civilized people, <laughs> they'll eat each other. You are the unvaccinated. You are the problem. It is the unvaccinated who are the problem, period, end of story. Mm. The only people that you can blame are the this unvaccinated. This isn't shaming. This is the truth. Maybe they should be shamed. But the unvaccinated. Right. It's time right. to start blaming the unvaccinated folks, not the regular folks. Thank Anyone you. you came into contact with will blame you, as will the rest of us who have done the right mm-hmm. thing by getting vaccinated. Because frankly, we know that we can't trust the unvaccinated. I think it's time to get our moral house in order, Anderson. It's the unvaccinated who are the threat. All those vaccinated folks are going to start wearing masks to protect the unvaccinated folks. It's called a Christian value. You're basically punishing the vaccinated uh, for the the sins of the unvaccinated. People are not behaving honorably. The unvaccinated Mm. are basically saying, well, it's open season for me. I can do whatever I want as well. Mm -hmm. The the unvaccinated are basically beating their breasts, running around the country saying, "Ah, we don't care. We're living free and so forth. Yep, so forth. But our patience is wearing thin. The unvaccinated, oh, no. a group that includes children and people acting like children. <laughs> and the rest of us <laughs> are starting to get pissed off. The vaccinated feel the unvaccinated are making me upset or angry. Oh. This is not about freedom or personal choice. Well, my freedom is being kind of disturbed here. Disturbed. No, screw your freedom. The other day, Howard Stern weighed in with a much different approach. Take a look. <laughs> when are we going to stop putting up with the idiots in this country and just say, you now, it's mandatory to get vaccinated. Their freedom. But you're treading on our freedom and wow. you're making other people sick and really you're killing other people. The huh. anti-vaxxers, they seem to have a thing for death and home what? remedies. The anti-maskers oh. turned anti-vaxxers My. are not just putting their own lives at risk. If that was the issue, we could just say that we can watch them compete to win place or show in the Darwin Awards. We have to start doing things for the greater good of society and not for idiots who think that they can do their own research. And don't get me started on the lunatics who won't take any of the COVID vaccines. Life is too mm. short to be an ass. Life is way too short to be ignorant of the Neil promise Cavuto. of something that is helping people worldwide. Maybe you're doing it because um, you're, you're disconnected or disorganized. Maybe you have some sympathetic psychological reasons. But maybe you're just being antisocial. Oh, you maybe. can't shame them. You can't call them stupid. You can't call them silly. Yes, they are. Those who are not oh. vaccinated mm-hmm. will end up paying the price. The unvaccinated mm-hmm. should be taxed. 
uh, they should pay more for health care. Uh, to start okay. looking at the choice to remain unvaccinated, the same as we look at driving while intoxicated. We're going to see, and I've said, almost mm -hmm. two types of America. Dr. Fauci said that if hospitals get any more overcrowded, they're going to have to make some very tough choices about who gets an ICU bed. And that choice doesn't seem so tough to me. Vaccinated person having a heart attack? Yes, come right on in. We'll take care of you. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo? Rest in peace, Wheezy. Pointing back to the unvaccinated who are really creating a problem in this country. Uh -huh. Every death that we are seeing from COVID could have been prevented. Literally, the only people dying are the unvaccinated. And for those of you spreading misinformation, nope. shame on you. Wow. That's fun stuff right oh there, right? Gosh. So certainly they feel the same way about the death cult that is uh, pro-abortionists. <laughs> but certainly they feel the same way, right? C certainly they do. It's not about your freedom. It's not about your body. It's about the body inside of you. The separate body with separate DNA. How about that body? Nope, that doesn't matter. As it relates to the COVID God. vax. Wow. Uh, here's a couple of uh, interesting tidbits that Steve Kirsch has recently mm -hmm. tweeted out. Um, so the rate of COVID vax deaths are basically 675 times higher than the average annual deaths from the flu vax. So the flu mm. vaccine, I guess it does kill people as well, but uh, the COVID vax kills at a rate of 675 times higher, even though the CDC wow. uh, calls it safe and effective. Another uh, wow. interesting fact here, he just recently talked to a whistleblower who works at a large hospital. He's an executive who sees all the reports. They used to report by VAC status, but uh, when it was the majority of the VACs who were admitted, they stopped reporting VAC status. <laughs> and they stopped talking about the fact that it was just the unvaccinated that were responsible for this because everything they said mm -hmm. in that montage turned out to be a lie. Everything was untrue. It wasn't a... A pandemic of the unvaccinated because the vaccine didn't stop you from getting it. Have we got an apology from anybody in that montage except for Arnold Schwarzenegger? Because yeah, and he only apologized for talking about screwing your freedom. Yeah, uh, he didn't. He didn't take back the sentiment of it, really. Right? He was just yeah. like, "Okay, that was stupid of me to say." And there's so many. I mean, that was like uh, three and a half minutes. There's so many that that you could have put in there. You could have put in Gene Simmons. Oh, you could yeah. have been Justin Trudeau. Right. You could have uh, gone on and on. You could have uh, put up tweets from celebrities, mm -hmm. one after so another. And um, I'm looking forward to the apologies from everybody in that <laughs> video. Yeah, well, good luck. Good luck uh, as you look for that. <laughs> I'll get on the research. Yeah, you're going to be looking for a long, long time. Oh, my goodness. My gosh. Yep. Uh, all right. Some uh, some news about the you know the shooting in Nashville the trans shooter apparently the manifesto that the trans person wrote has gone to a judge now yes and that judge I guess is going to go over it and decide whether or not it can be published mm -hmm. how much of it needed to be redacted correct Ugh. Yep. so I'm I suppose if they do release it it'll be completely redacted but it doesn't make any sense to me as to why. Why would they have to redact it? I mean, again, if that was a Trump supporter, if that was a MAGA Republican, mm -hmm. we would have had the manifesto the day it happened. Right. And also note that, and I don't think this is uh, inconsequential, 
that manifesto, before it got in front of the judge, went through the hands of the FBI. Mm. Uh, but, we, you know, I'm sure mm-hmm. they, they're good. I mean, they're the, the law enforcement arm of the, the nation. Right. They're on the up and up, as we've learned today. Right. Tr- totally trustworthy. Yeah. This is Pat Gray Unleashed.